This meeting is being recorded by the host. Already? Oh, man. Yeah, well, we're all kinds of worded out today, it looks like. Recording at a later time, getting started a the half an hour late. The ghosts and goblins had us all messed up. I uh, intended to start it closer to 1 instead of 2, 30, or 3. <laughs> three now I'm dropping everything in sight. It's like morning yeah. time for me. I'm still drinking coffee. Well, I would be drinking something, but I knocked over my cup and spilled it all over the floor. So I won't Uh-oh. be drinking nothing now. Okay, I can't find my my headphones. Huh. My uh, earbuds. I know they're. But right. yeah, well, we finally made it after all kinds of uh, oddities happening. Definitely. Still are happening. It's because of Halloween coming up in a couple of weeks that's got us all out of whack. Yeah. Um, I, I keep thinking it's this Monday, but it's a week from Monday. Right. I don't know where I'm at mentally. <laughs> yeah, well, is that sometimes you have to wonder about. But yeah. Eureka, I have found it. Yeah. Well, I'm all set if you guys are all set. Yep. You can send us an email at the TSF at the Sounds Funny. Now that's funny. <laughs> All right, everybody, that is Korak. This is the podcast that sounds funny. And this is the week of October the what 18th and of 2022. We're in season two, episode 50. This is actually uh, our uh, episode 102. We no now longer we look the same upside down as right side up. Nope. <laughs> and uh, that we are two blind brothers and a blind sister telling it the way we see it. And I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are... Ouch, Terry. Uh, Ouch. Here's a Band-Aid, Jill. Hot <laughs> <laughs> uh, coffee. <laughs> But yeah, we kind of have a weird recording system today where just anything that can go wrong seems to be wanting to go wrong. It must be all them uh, ghosts and goblins and kids running around slamming doors and stuff. Yep. But um, hey, here we are. And we can get going. We like to open up with a segment called What's New? Does anyone have a question? It could be a Classic family story, something new, reading, watching, doing. Well, I got one for you guys. If you don't have one, you need to think about it. I have first. absolutely nothing this week. I do. Go ahead. But this one is a, way, a new way I found that you can spell waffle. I learned this from my one of my younger granddaughters. Um, I went to her, their house Saturday and she told me, she had a waffle for breakfast. Did you know there's the letter P in the word waffle? P and in I waffle. said, I did not know this. I said, where's it at? I said, is it silent? And she said, no, waffle, fa 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 fa. And I said, but that's the F sound, not the P sound. And she said, P-H makes the fa fa sound. Uh, 
And yeah. so now we learn you can spell waffle W A P H L E. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I thought you meant you where's the P at? I'd say all those little dents. <laughs> right. In That's the middle. what I wasn't sure where she was going when she told me there's P in waffles, and I was just kind of uh well, sure. We can like spell it that way. like sweet peas, you know. Uh, so. I yeah, put one P in each little waffle dibbit. <laughs> yeah. But I'm assuming <laughs> she's learning the PH. We have some more poltergeist school. moving through here. Well, I finally she's... finished Supernatural show. Yay. And I went on to move on to finishing season five of Cobra Kai. And yeah. I moved on to episode one of Baywatch. <laughs> All but, right. But a story I heard happening, knew something new happening. I was telling Jill about it for the show is uh, during the pandemic, you know, Uber, you had Uber eats. You still yeah. do it still out there. You know, I get email all the time saying you get a free meal, whatever, but Uber eats, you know, you can get other stuff. Uber eats will now deliver as of today, your marijuana. If you order your marijuana, you can have Uber deliver it. However, <laughs> You thought they stole your fries before. <laughs> now your fries will be missing and one of your joints. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They probably yeah. deliver anything that's out there from any store. You just got to somehow. Give me some beer and cigarettes and go through hey, your Uber a, Eats. Pick up a pound of marijuana from the store. And, and then maybe you call it Uber groceries now, even you could go and maybe they pick up your groceries, but a lot of stores will deliver food to you anyway, grocery stores. Right. What happened to Keith? Is he still there? He's going I silent. I was gonna say, I don't know. Oh, I don't hear him. He might have come on. Um, I, I had to go and close a couple of doors because we had a couple of poltergeists run through the house and they left oh. the door open and a side door open and doors that they shouldn't be leaving open. Yeah, it's too cold to leave doors open today. Yeah. Well, it's bad enough they do it in the summer and let all the flies in. Of course, we don't normally podcast this time of day, so they're kind of clueless that they should shut up and be quiet <laughs> uh, and close doors quietly behind them. But I managed to get the stuff closed up. I didn't know if you heard what I was had said. You know, Uber Eats delivering and stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah the only thing I got is my foot doctor appointments are still an ongoing thing. Had some some progress, some setbacks, but things you're doing. They're still they're not doing the the, the fish paste anymore they're just doing the sheep paste sheep. <laughs> so you got lamb and sheep and, uh, and fish. fish lamb and fish i'm just waiting for the chicken and, and uh <laughs> chicken and rice and then maybe steak and potatoes, potatoes. Oh. Mm -hmm. they put chicken paste on you you might start laying eggs fuck 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 but they, they did say today that it's healed up enough that I can start actually getting it wet like in a shower again. So yippee. Ooh, you haven't showered in how long? <laughs> well, you just can't get it water on it. You can bathe. You just can't get it wet. You got to shower with your foot sticking out of the curtain. <laughs> Sit on the shower chair with your foot up above your head. 
<laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what the plan, at least, is to uh, do the oh, Mary we, Kay special. Put it in a bread bag. We don't. <laughs> we we did that once. I don't like to do that. It's kind of complicated. Um, but we don't have an a, an actual shower chair. My primary care doctor was supposed to order me one when I seen her last June. But being the VA, there's they're just on top of it every step of the way. Um, well, if you have a plastic lawn chair or something, or wooden kitchen, we chair, have a metal it? folding chair that we. Oh, okay, some kind of chair to put in there and be working. Because a metal folding chair should be good for getting wet, and so we're going to start I think using I have that an extra one. Hmm? I think I have an extra one. Well, I'm going to have to call my primary care again coming up here soon and say, hey, remember last June, like four months ago, wait, six months ago, four months ago, uh, he was going to order this chair for me. I know it didn't take four months to get unless they're like, you know, I, having to make the parts for it or something. For, I had one I had one of my old shower chairs out of my back patio. It was about the only chair I could sit in without breaking it. <laughs> Well, I know sometimes the prosthetic people are like second guessing the doctors who order <laughs> the stuff. Do you really need this? How come you need to get this for? Like, why do I need to clear it with you? The, the technician said I needed it. Yeah. Just order it. Anyway, that's all I got is this ongoing update. But you said something general. Did, I, did you get it in there? No, I, I already talked about my waffles. <laughs> oh, yeah, the waffles. That was it. Yeah. We're just so out of sync today. Mr. Jones, don't be angry with us. We like you. <laughs> and Terry told his story so we can skip on over to Random our next topics. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we get to spin the wheel. Spin the wheel of randomness. Um, three would be, let's say trivia. I needed to spin the wheel again with eight items on the wheel. Number five. Oh, that was computers. And as I recall from our computer quiz we did before, because these are kind of old quizzes. It's more like computer history than actually with something more modern. We'll do a few questions and see how we do. How many different languages come on for eloquence on JAWS 3.7? Wow, 3.7. Mm. So remember those 3.7 JAWS days? This would be like around early 2000s. <laughs> how many different languages is that what the question was different languages um, I thought you meant voices like you know English British and stuff like that uh, the number one option is 15 the second option is 20 the third option is 4 the fourth option is 8 I don't have any idea. I'm gonna say eight just because it's uh, it's there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, it's been a while if, since. If you if you're being 
languages or voices? Languages, not voices, languages. Like British, okay. English, German, four. Australian. I say um, four. Huh? Four. Four. Well, one of you is right. Ding, 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 ding. The answer is four. Uh, I had no idea. <laughs> Actually, the answer is option four, which is eight languages. So Jill got it right. Well, yeah, oh, so now you're changing. 20, that's not fair. <laughs> Twenty years ago, they only had eight foreign languages. Now they have a bunch of them. They have Chinese and all kinds of neat stuff. Um, how many minutes do you get on JFW in demo mode? This is an option that has never changed. One, one minute. Two, five minutes. Three, ten minutes. Four, twenty minutes. Or, or five, thirty-five. Six, sixty. Seven, forty. That's what I thought it was, forty. <laughs> I forget the, the, the question. I didn't know how they had somebody options to choose from. How I'm many minutes... Mode. How many minutes do you get to the lick to the center of a touchy pot? Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, when, when Jaws is in demo mode, how many minutes does it last for? Does it give a whole bunch of them? 40 how minutes. many minutes? Yeah, I think it's, it's 40 still minutes. The same. It's still the same 40 minute mode. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. 40 minutes. Yeah. They both got it back. I didn't have That was kind of an easy one. It's, it's always been 40 minutes. It's still 40 minutes. 40 Wow. In which version was eloquence included with JFW? Wow. There's an old question there. Uh, 1.0, 2, 2.0, 3, 4.43, 4, 2.5, 5, 3.2. So, out of all those versions, now I'll, I'll kind of cut to the chase. Number two, uh, version one and two were designed for DOS. It wasn't until version three and higher that was designed for Windows. Um, honestly, <laughs> okay. Um, so um, eloquence. Uh... We One of those with the three is what I'm going to get. There. <laughs> so once upon a time, eloquence was not included with Jaws. Um, and, and so 1, 1.0, 2.0, 4.4, I think it was included by then for sure. Uh, 2.5, I didn't know there was a version 2.5, honestly. Uh, 3.2, I'm going to say it was definitely included by then because I had this version 3.2 and that's what it came with. The answer is 5. 3. Yeah, 3.2. Sounds good to me. <laughs> um, 3.2. So before version 3.2, he did not have a voice, which seems odd because you, you have JAWS for Windows. How is it supposed to talk? Well, before version 3.2, you had to have a hardware synthesizer. If you didn't have a hardware synthesizer, you could not get Jaws to talk. 
Oh, it weird. Would not, yeah. You had to purchase an extra card to plug into your system. Huh. Are you required to frequently update your authorization keys when you update? That's kind of a gawky question. Um, so basically, it's saying, are you required to update your auth authentication key when you update? You know, the, the big 20-digit OEM number? If you update, are you required to do that? The options are, one, yes. Two, two no. no. <laughs> yes or no. I would think yes, because each one would come with its own set of keys, I would imagine. Well, you were supposed to remove it before you installed the new thing. Right. And I always used to forget. And then I'd end up installing it and happen to call them and say, can you reset my code key? Yeah, because especially, remember, this is the quiz was 20 years ago. And that's true. You, you've had to first remove your key, do the update, and put the key back in. The answer is yes, you had to do that. Um. And, and what, now they've changed it since then because, in fact, I just updated JAWS on my old laptop well, a couple of weeks ago. And whenever I went to update to the new uh, version, it had my OEM key already there. And it's like, oh, I didn't have to take it out. I didn't have to put it in. It just carried it over because I still had a, an update left on my, on my number. Um, and, and so it used to be that way when this quiz was written, yeah. but these days they no longer do that. And if you already have JAWS installed, they'll just use your current OEM number. Yeah, that's really smart because that way, that, you know, you just have your one number instead of. Uh, you just keep it updated with the SMA and you always just use that same number. Yeah. yeah. And it's cheaper to use the SMA than it is to buy JAWS every year. And what does SMA stand for? Service Maintenance Agreement. Yeah. Oh. Well, let's go ahead and stop with that. We've this this the computer quiz. Like I said, it's kind of wonky because it's not it's not new technology, but it's interesting because it gives you a slice of what computer history looked like twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, SMA Service Maintenance Agreement. In fact, I just got one. It used to be it was like two hundred fifty bucks, and you would get three SMAs, meaning I could upgrade it for the next three versions for the next three years. So for two hundred fifty bucks, I could get three versions. But you figure Jaws costed like a thousand bucks, so you can see it's a, it's a lot more economical to buy a two hundred fifty dollar SMA than. Three thousand dollars to buy jobs yeah. for free next year, brand new version. Uh, but that you know the VA does that. I think that's so stupid. VA, save yourself some bucks. Just keep updating the vets SMA. You save a lot of hassle. But they don't. Right. They don't listen to me. Yeah, who are you? You're just <laughs> one of those people. See, you're so tan and muscle bound. Avon 
calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling. For a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine, it's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and pull out. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T. Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. Anyway, we're done with that. And now it's time for news. Hold on a minute. Do we want to let Terry just run the show on the news today, Joe, or do you want to contribute? <laughs> oh, he can go if he wants. I had a couple, but that's. I, I have some stories, but I know Terry has a lot. He wants to unpack. Well, I don't have to purge right now, but. You're going to purge? Let's no, let Terry purge. I don't have to. I don't have to. Get it, get him some uh, 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 Pepto-Abysmal or something. <laughs> or something. I don't need to it, purge. Terry, purge. Go ahead, purge. You do. Epicac syrup. A little bit of. Uh, of <laughs> In honor of yesterday being Evil Knievel's birthday. Oh, oh I didn't know that. I must have missed that one. Um. um I know last Saturday was GoPro's day. I don't know about Jill, but I celebrated it. I don't know what that is. Go without a bra day? Oh, go without no. a bra, okay. Last, last Saturday. Anyway, it sorry about that. Fast, I didn't understand. Um, a man, um, a stunt writer does a no-hands wheelie on a motorcycle for... 1,904 feet. Now, All right. I've I'm rode bicycles. he had his hands on there to get it up in the air and then let go. Yeah, exactly, because your throttle's on the handlebar, so how can you do it without hands? Right. I've rode motorcycles, and I've rode bicycles. And to ride a wheelie with a bicycle, even hands-free, well, you got to pull up on something. <laughs> you got to pop it up and then you might you, be able to ride hands you control free. on a bicycle with your feet the pedals and the speed maintaining a proper speed or you're going to lose your wheelie right. so i don't understand how you can do it hands-free on a motorcycle because like you just said the gas is on the handlebars with you but they do have a throttle lock as well so i don't say he must have a, a, a throttle for his foot or something to hold in your hand it's not on the handlebar <laughs> Well, it's actually there's it's on the the throttle on the on the throttle little, 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 on by the hand grip. Right. You know how the horses you have the reins. He had leather <laughs> straps tied to it. Get yeah. up <laughs> to the gooseneck or something. Yeah, I guess if you lock the throttle in place, like you popped it up and you got that perfect uh, torque on your back wheel to keep it up, 
Yeah, I could see that, you know, maybe. And he was from Louisiana, wherever. Lithuania? Yeah, that one. And, oh, 1,904 feet and eight inches. Can't forget them eight inches. Can't forget that eight inches. Yeah. It says he, he started off riding wheelies it says on his sister's scooter when he was 10 years old he only had one practice run before he did this too which i don't believe that one riding wheelies on a scooter wow but see i don't know if that means a scooter like a scooter when we were kids or if that means like a scooter like a a motorized scooter that's out you know oh uh, yeah well being lithuania it could it have been could motorized be, right like a little just wait yeah. till somebody tries to ride a wheelie on one of those hoverboards <laughs> yeah <laughs> he says if, if anybody beats his record then he'll probably try it again mm. well, duh. <laughs> that's the way it goes <laughs> Come on, David Rush, you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) And next, I mean, uh, but he was riding backwards as well. So that's a weird one there. This just in. (laughs) A Mexican acrobat breaks. Oh, you did this one already, didn't you? With the two handstands. I I didn't do it. I thought you did it last week or something. No. Nicholas Monkius, uh, what was his last name? Dioka, longest duration handstand on a rotating platform <laughs> for the Guinness Book of World Records. And he did this as a distraction while everybody else was running across the border. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me over here. Look at me do my handstand. Don't look at those Let's people go. over there running. <laughs> <laughs> well, those gringos are watching me. Y'all run across, okay? <laughs> oh, he did a single arm handstand. Oh, wow. That's one of them. And beating the record. 59 59 seconds i guess very many people can do a one-handed arm stand i know i could platform eating a banana and and doing a wheelie on a motorcycle and wow (laughs) backwards david rush oh wait (laughs) probably popped water balloons in his crotch yeah (laughs) (laughs) with nunchucks Ouch, ouch. (laughs) 
a nine-year-old Virginia girl is the youngest girl to ever have a wisdom tooth extracted. A girl? I thought it was a boy. Oh, it is. Ryan Scarpazzi. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I... Hmm. A nine-year-old extracted or had a tooth extracted. Wow. A wisdom tooth. Nine uh, years, 327 days old. That's kind of young for having that. I mean, I it's usually at that age, you're still losing your baby teeth. <laughs> you're, not, you're not old enough to have any wisdom in your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> in Illinois, the bomb squad was called to a Cook County resident, not Madison County, <laughs> where they removed some um, hand grenades. I did a story like this before, but this has happened again. Uh, an old war rug that happened to be a grenade. Um, of course, it was uh, um, defused. Um, I have a couple myself. <laughs> <laughs> the explosives were removed, but the bomb squad was there anyway to verify that they were non-explosive. But hmm. somebody sent some non-explosive hand grenades to like Lori Lightfoot's office in Chicago, huh? <laughs> yes. And they uh, see. I have some that were training grenades, and you know, I I. Yeah. Use them for Halloween. And they usually paint those blue to let you know. Yeah. Yeah. They would have the explosives taken out. If they're blue, they're not real people. So if they're green, you better watch out because you don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but somebody could repaint them green, couldn't they? Just buy some green paint. They could. But yeah, that's not usually a smart idea to do that. Employees at the logistics truck stop use toy trucks to spell out the sentence. Uh, It says... Oh, come on. Employees of the logistic truck drivers are the rock stars of the road. Yeah. They spelled that out using toy trucks for break a Guinness record. It took truck drivers of the world and rock stars. How many? It didn't say. Like pocket trucks, I guess. And they probably lined them up down the street, huh? Blocking traffic while I did it. <laughs> 2,098 toy trucks to spell that out. Wow. In Scotland, a bakery was closed when a protected red squirrel had broken its way into the bakery. Huh. He was wanting some of them pecans that they are putting on their donuts. The, the red squirrels after some white bread and some blueberry <laughs> jelly. Red, white, and blue. Yeah. 
It was closed for two days after a red squirrel was found living in the rafters of the <laughs> store. Wow. <laughs> Some of the shops over in the other countries, in your overhead rafters, they don't have any, they're exposed, you know, where uh-huh. you can actually see the wood rafters yeah. and stuff like that too. So not everybody's got drywalled ceilings, but so. Hmm. Um, but the squirrel must have been up there adding its own special toppings to some of the stuff. Oh, yeah, well, squirrel poop is pretty nasty. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The they tried to they tried to safely extract the squirrel, but it was unsuccessful. So I don't know what Where's that my means. 22 at? <laughs> <laughs> It was very high up in the rafters. They couldn't get it. And they're pretty quick, too. They're surprisingly fast. Oh, okay, the BBC. I thought we shot it with a BB gun. They contacted the BBC. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Oh, and the store will be thoroughly cleaned once they get the squirrel out. They're still working on it. Oh, yeah. All those little squirrel deposits is going to be leaving. (laughs) I got some used acorns for you. (laughs) A couple of daredevils walk a slack line over an active volcano. Oh. What is a slack line? Slack. I've heard of a tight Instead wire. of a tight rope, it's a slack line. <laughs> oh, so it's Apparently. loose. Ooh, I wouldn't want to do uh, that. <laughs> it's the longest slack line walk over active volcano. Raphael, somebody. I see. In Brazil, and Alexander Schultz walked. Uh, 856 feet across a line 156 feet above over the crater of the, the molten lava mount wow. what'd you say so that game about don't step on the lava they're <laughs> doing that for real over the mount mount yes sir yes sir yes sir yes sir yes sir mount yes sir volcano over the time 137 feet above the rim so you know mm. should have been that hot <laughs> yeah. well heat rises so it might have been really but well, I don't know. yeah I'm it depends on how active of the volcano is too i mean it may not have been that bad it's Dang. it says slack line is similar to tightrope walking but uses a cable of polyester uh polyester built as opposed to a rope. radial radial belt, <laughs> car tire. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like walking on like a like a strap instead of a, a rounded rope. Uh, I guess there's a slack line. So it's like a cargo strap instead of a cable, like a rounded cable, hmm. or vice versa, whichever one. Okay. I don't know. It's not, not something I would be in. That's not on my bucket list. <laughs> But no, th- this guy, okay. <laughs> this guy, also broke a record for walking uh, 
highest slack line walking where he walked? Oh, come on. You know, I, I would I would maybe have, have he it, to, to go uh, at a, a balance beam. But give me a balance beam with some handrails. I'll be all over that. <laughs> he, he, he also holds a record for walking 59 feet on a slack line suspended between two hot air balloons. Oh, wow. 6,236 feet above Mount Katarina. But what if the two hot air balloons got one too high and another too low <laughs> or too <laughs> close together all of a sudden? Maybe doing this slack line slide. <laughs> they get too close together and they go too far apart. Boing! Shoot him up in the air. And <laughs> <laughs> he lands in the volcano. <laughs> but that's but that would thing. be hard to do, I would think. Not it wouldn't be hard doing the slack line walking it, but keeping those balloons the same height. <laughs> right. And distance. But here's a story about a stray dog that's done it. But video footage has captured a stray dog caught on camera stealing a stuffed animal from a toy store. <laughs> ah, doing the stray dog strut instead of stray cat strut. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. Oh, and it was in Brazil as well. South America, I guess. The Brazilian dog. <laughs> a stray dog wandered into the business, grabbed a toy stuffed animal, and ran out. I want this, okay? Bye. <laughs> it was uh, a teddy bear. Oh, I thought maybe it was another dog, and he thought it was one of his pu her puppies or something. Yeah, or a little even, monkey or something. Even though he's like teddy bears. Huh. <laughs> Two dogs approached the front door. Hey, shall here be the lookout? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, one of them grabbed the stuffed sheep. The other one grabbed the bear. <laughs> oh, one of us. One of us has to be able to get out of here. <laughs> oh man, they've been watching all oh. those news reports and where like in California, people just steal stuff, walk out of the store. <laughs> the one with the teddy bear got away. The other one, the sheep got stuck in the door when it closed, and it couldn't take it. <laughs> Ah, I'm I lost, I lost my sheep. <laughs> a customer had told the manager they thought they saw a dog inside the shop, so they went to check out the video footage where they saw what happened. Oh, poor little doggies. Send a donation to that. Sounds funny. <laughs> and we'll make sure that teddy bear gets paid for. My goodness, the country must be worse off than I'd realized. We can go ahead and move on along to our weird, weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, we only got nine words this week, and they're All words right. that became popular through songs and famous people and stuff like that. Hmm. But these are words that are actually somehow got put into the dictionary. <sighs> And our first word is prop. 
Everybody shut up. P-R-O-P. Prop. Yeah, these like will be easy. You guys should be able to get some of these because if you Prop listen to music. You. It's like one you, of those early rap things. You, you'll know, well, before rap even. Not really, it, disco. Um, gives the, you the respect that you need, like the uh-huh. Aretha Franklin props. song. Props to my peeps. Yeah. You get your props when you get home. Uh-huh. When I get home. I thought it was like when you're in a play and you got different props. You know. Uh, well, I mean, these words, I guess, will have more than one meaning, but that's what it was put in. Uh, well, a new meaning to, in the dictionary. Like I said, to prop somebody up in a positive way, give them compliments, people who yeah. helped you out, people behind the scenes. Yeah. Because it's also a propeller on an airplane to prop. <laughs> yeah. On top of my beanie. Wee. <laughs> or on your hat. Yeah. The next word is schnizzle. <laughs> Which I'm sure schnizzle. you guys have heard schnizzle before. Ah, this. What's it, Snoop Dogg? He says, yep. Twizzle my schnizzle, frizzle, or whatever it was. You just add the izzle to just any mini letter or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like Pig Latin that's saying kind of have for sure is what schnizzle means. Well, and it makes it easier to rhyme words. They have and drizzle and schnizzle. And <laughs> he started doing that too instead of swearing, instead of dropping an F bomb. Or other swear words, he would like, you know, shizzle instead of some, you know, nasty word. Maybe, or yeah, they use the first letter and they'd say frizzle. Yeah. For sure, schnizzle or however shizzle. Mm-hmm. And so that's how that word got in there. And our next word is easy it's bling. <laughs> B-L-I-N-Z. Yeah, who's it? The lady rapper. Um, can't think of her name. Oh, oh Beyonce, maybe? The one that put a ring on it or something? Yeah, yeah. Wearing her bling, bling, bling. Her bling, bling. Yeah. Her fancy, shiny jewelry and stuff. Yep. If you can't write in the proper Our next word is twerk. Maybe you flunked that class, and maybe now you find that people mock you on the T twerk, T W E R K, twerk. Yeah, Lizzo. Hannah Montana. Yeah, twerk it. Twerk it, baby. Miley, but she can't take the credit for this one. This word's been. A twisting motion since the 1800s, the way people used to dance, it's telling me. Oh, really? Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. It's been on that long. I know, like, uh, you know, back in the 60s, late 50s, they had, every, you know, come on, baby, let's do the twist. Well, that dance was popularized then from American Bandstand, but it had actually been around for quite a number of years. But twerking, I thought, was kind of like like pelvic thrusts or something. A new dance, yeah, where you kind of squat and thrust or something. But yeah. I don't know who this singer is, but it's telling me uh, 
DJ Julie, it sounds like they're saying. Hmm, probably. Jubilee, maybe. He used it in 1990. Bounce no. it like, twerk it like. As early as that. I know Hannah Montana really made it popular whenever she was really big and others of her era. Right. And then our next word is. You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. Let's see. Mullet. And of course, mullet. everybody knows the mullet. One. <laughs> yeah. Party in the front. Yeah. We talked yeah. about mullets before. Yeah, yep, oh, it's that hairstyle. That's a that's a bullet. And when it you... became popular, of course, when Billy Ray Cyrus was a known bullet. for his yeah. mullet. A bullet is party in the front and business in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a fullet where it's along the front of the back. <laughs> instead of a mullet. Yeah. Here's one. You guys will know one meaning for this next word. It's they fluffer if you were oh, yeah. like people who were right. never raised in a zoo. I hate these word crimes. Flossin. What is it? And flossin. F-L-O-S-S-I-N. Flossin. In your teeth. Yeah, well, that's one of the meanings, I'm sure. <laughs> um, your butt floss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another meaning for it. You guys can, yes. You're wearing the song underwear or your song bikini, <laughs> uh, butt floss. But in this article, this word means to sh- Like I could care less. That means you do care. And yeah, you're little. Show off your flossing, your style. Ah, uh, like you're flaunting it. Yeah, you're flaunting your bling, baby. Get out there and twerk it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this didn't, yeah. You know, so a lot of these told when they got put in the dictionary, but this one didn't. But it did say that it became popular from people showing off, driving through neighborhoods slow, showing off their vehicles and. Oh, shot of vehicles that we call that cruising. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. But did you I say, don't know. Some word? places maybe call it flossing. Oh, hmm. flossing is showing off your vehicle too. It's kind of showing off whatever you got. Mm. Mm. You're drunk. <laughs> I'm sure this my wife word, wouldn't like that very well at all. <laughs> this next word is dope. D-O-P-E. Yeah, well, that's that's a word that's had a lot of meanings through the years. That's so yeah. dope. That's so radical, dope, so cool. Hey, yep. I always just thought it was drugs, dope. Yeah, it, it could be drugs. Dope. It could be rad, cool. Stupid it dope. could be uh, back in our grandparents' day. It just meant like a gooey substance, like putty or put the dope on that man. You're, you're putting this, you know, gooey you're glue so on something. Like a or on the rifle range, you put your dope on your sights because 
you're setting your sights so they have the right elevation and, and uh, stuff like that. You, you dope on your sights. As a possessive, it's a contraction. What's a contraction? So there's a lot of different meanings through the years, or depending on what slang or jargon you want to pull it out of. Yeah. Right. And of course, that guy's pretty dopey, like, you know, Seven Dwarves, dopey. It what says is it was heard recent. Well, not recently. It's been a while, but in Jimmy Spicer's nineteen, nineteen eighty one song. Hmm. I think that's what they're saying. Spicer, dollar bill, y'all. So if y'all know hmm. that song, you. I have dope. Got a clue. I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll say you're right. Sure. <laughs> you know our next word okay now here's some notes syntax you're always dangling no x in espresso your part of simple dangling is jiggy j-i-g-g-y that's a will smith thing getting jiggy with it you know <laughs> 1997, getting jiggy with it. Yeah, which I think has to have to do with a derogatory word for a, a black person. <laughs> Letting your freak flag fly is what. <laughs> your free flag fly. Freak. F R E A K. Freak your freak flag fly. Flag. Okay, that's a whole different game with it. <laughs> Your freak flag. Yeah. And then our last word, I don't know, it's called Our words, not letters. Get it together. It says Stan, S T A N. And it's more than just a boy's name. <laughs> Stan, yeah. Stan Lee. We had an uncle whose middle name was Stan Lee. And well, if you call, his first no, wait, Stanley, his first name Stanley was Stanley, Dale. and his middle name was Dale, but if you called him yeah. by his first name, he would, that'd be a fighting words, and he did not like his first name at all. <clears throat> but, yep, this word here, it means to profess your love. I don't know stand if you're supposed means, to tell somebody you stand them or how this works exactly. You protest your, you mean profess your love? Like yeah. Stand up for somebody and protest, pro, profess your love. Because if you protest, I don't want your love. No, I protest. No. <laughs> it, don't came from, it came from the Eminem's. Eminem, the singer. Ah, who had a birthday? A deranged just, just fan a named Stan. <laughs> yeah, he had a birthday over the weekend, I think. Oh, but somehow that word means what hmm. you say or something when you love someone. But that's all my words. Go back to preschool. Get out of the gene pool. Hey, hey, hey. Not Never mind, I give up.
and it was a weird list this week. And well, some of those were definitely weird. Yeah. <laughs> like how in the world they became popular or put in the dictionary, I don't know. And give my regards to the children. Well, so with all that done, it's time for the top ten list. Top ten. Yeah. We got something. Uh. No. Oh no, we caught him unaware, uh, unready. <laughs> Ten terrifying and weird beauty friend trends of from years. Gone by. I can do that one. Like when you pee in your mouth and make your teeth white, like you did last, like you did last week about the guy with the honey, <laughs> honey urine or something. Make them glow. Number ten. <laughs> the Greek unibrow. Greek unibrow. That was a thing. In ancient instead, of, instead of plucking them, they put them in there. <laughs> Women were not beautiful unless they had a unibrow. Yeah, there we go. I think we should bring that back. Then we Brooke wouldn't have to pluck anymore. Time, wasn't she? <laughs> Women who did not have such beauty feature would take soot and rub it in between. Mm, like <laughs> mascara take, for the eyebrow. Or they would take mm-hmm. goat hair and weave it together. And use an adhesive and stick it between their eyebrows. <laughs> they got to <laughs> weave for their brow. Brow <laughs> 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 toupee? Yeah. <laughs> um, number nine. The bulging blue veins hmm. of the French pre-revolutionary era. There's some bulging blue veins. Yeah. And back in of the days of the Marie Antoinette, pale skin was popular and paler the better. And then they would powder themselves white extremely white and then they would take blue pencil and draw on the draw roadmap veins <laughs> uh-uh. they thought that was very beautiful <laughs> wow. I'm so white you can see right through me look at my veins I think they had to do that for the vampires so they'd know where to buy them at yeah. <laughs> bite here right here <laughs> <laughs> I may not say this word right, but um, number eight. um, Number eight, the prevalence of cock pieces in England. I don't know if it was cod or cock pieces. Cod piece, yeah, C-O-D. Okay, <laughs> but, but but you wear a that, in front of your crotch, right? You wear your kilt. And Henry the Eighth had apparently a big giant size, 
covering <clears throat> in his pants. Yeah. And it is still on for over 500 years. They men decided to wear them or not to wear them. They discovered that not only did it make them look larger, but it also helped protect that area during hand to hand combat. Um, yeah, it's very practical in that if you're wearing a kilt, it would help hold the front down during a windy day. <laughs> and they said, unsurprising, this, this style of pants drew criticism from moral and religious groups. Um, under Edward IV's ruling, all men were ordered to wear pants and cover their private parts. <laughs> yeah. Before he said pants were optional. <laughs> Henry VIII's cod piece is still on display at the Tower of London if you want to go see it. Uh. <laughs> it's supposedly measured, I think, 18 inches. Uh. <laughs> Definitely not a minnow piece. This is a full on top <laughs> piece. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Almost did a spit take on that one. <laughs> wow. Um, seven. <laughs> Gladiator sweat. Yeah. Gladiator sweat. Wow. Gladiator sweat, face cream. No. And aphrodisiac. It keeps getting worse. <laughs> they would take gladiator sweat and bottle it, and this, women would use it for lotion or an aphrodisiac. Wow. Weird. They thought the they harder they fought. I love with them because they're sweaty. The harder they fought, the harder they sweat which means that they were very potent and the cream would be very potent. Oh, he'd be potent, all right. Take your shit, dude. <laughs> they would need some take, deodorant then. <laughs> they would have the gladiators and the women would scrape it off their faces with a swigil, it says. A little squeegee. Mix it with a little olive oil for consistency, let it then the women would buy it and smear it on their faces. They wanted to be sweaty too, because the girls don't sweat; they glow. <laughs> and then they would take men and women both would mix the sweat and blood of the gladiators with their wine to an aphrodisiac. Wow. Yeah. Let's not bring that one back. No. <laughs> Let's go to the football game. Wipe the sweat off the brows. Yeah. Your swigil. Whenever you wipe your, your face with that towel, let me have the towel so I can wring it out over here. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, number six. The tuberculosis look. 
<laughs> all, all gaunt and coffee all the time. Pasty looking. Such a gorgeous look. <laughs> Hawking up spittle. <laughs> and that was during the Victorian era. With the Queen Victoria. You're still look alive. You tuberculosis. Can love me, but I'll still love you. <laughs> Pale skin, fabulous form, and red lips. Yeah, scrawny form. <laughs> <laughs> Some women would actually go out and get tuberculosis. Um, so you can so have the real look and not fake it. off the look. Yeah. Keep up the appearance until they withered away and died. Yeah. <laughs> but that's also the era when they came out with the corset and made hourglass shapes and couldn't breathe. And <gasps> um, Number five. The extremely long nails of the Chinese aristocrates. Oh. Yeah, I remember that it used to be a world record guy with a big old long fingernails all curled around each other. Looked like a funnel cake or something. Well, <laughs> funnel they cake still have real fingers. long thick fingernails. If you ever go get your nails done from an Asian person, their nails are so thick. Huh. I don't know how they get them that thick because mine do not do that. <laughs> Huh. Yeah. Must be in their layer, diet. layer of fake nails. I guess that would be a thing to have just super long nails. Huh. Weird. I, I mean, like people that. still like long nails, but not like, you know, uber long. <laughs> right. But even like that, see, that's the, the, the aristocracies, the, the rich people, because you always wonder, how did they eat? How did they wipe their butt? It's like they had servants. That's yeah. Like, you know, it's like, let me bend over, Jeeves. Go ahead and wipe for me. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> I uh, um, the very rich ones would let them grow extremely long. Um, I get the fingernails are really long. They can use them for like a spoon. Ah, there you, you go. Scoop up your soup. <laughs> they would grow them to show that they didn't do hard forced labor, and they'd have servants to do everything for them, bathe them. Uh, yeah. Wow. Number four. Uh, baldness cures of ancient Egypt, meaning huh. in ancient Egypt, even then they had the men's hair club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, instead of the Grecian formula for men, they had the Egyptian formula for men. <laughs> um, here's what they used to use to mix together, to put on their heads. They would mix lead, onions, iron oxide, honey, and animal fat to create a paste and put it on their heads. Wow. Okay. Would this make them have also, hair or make them not have hair? <laughs> I, I guess I hoped it would help grow hair. Oh. They, they also I, I think they just slather on some mud and get some seeds and cha 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 chia. Cha 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 chia. Get the Barack Obama. They also tried grinding down animal hooves and dog paws. 
with date juice and you put it on your head and you leave it there and hope that it will grow some new hair. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, on YouTube, the, on YouTube, there's a video now that tells you if you use monostat on your head, it will grow hair. Monistat. Well, I would imagine it might help exfoliate because if you get a lot of <laughs> grease and oils in your skin, it definitely is not good for hair growth. But yeah, <laughs> that's what monostat is for. It's for um, yeast for infections, zets, right? <laughs> for pimples. No, it's for yeast infection. And then, I don't, oh. number, number three, uh, <laughs> I could have switched it around and put it for number two. <laughs> To go into my pattern. It's an honorary two. number two. It's a number two <laughs> and a number one. And number three. Um, hold on, I jumped out. Number three. Black dyed teeth in Japan. <laughs> oh, it black stuff. Yeah. Poop. Well, I didn't know about Japan, but it seems like over on the mainland of Asia like around Vietnam, they do have a thing where uh, ladies will chew on beetle nuts and Ooh. beetle nuts will turn <laughs> your teeth like black or a dark purple. Huh. <laughs> what kind of beetle that you, you have to find that you <laughs> What if but they're a female beetle? Yeah, well, they're, they're, it's a beetle nut. It's just a regular kind of a nut. <laughs> like a peanut or a <laughs> walnut. You meant the nuts of a beetle. No, no, it's like a, like a walnut or an almond, kind oh, of a, just a regular nut. But mm. by chewing it, there's something in the like nut, nut that makes your teeth turn black or purple or something. Oh, weird. It's spelled B-E-T-E-L, I'm pretty sure. Uh, um, it says, um, the black dyed teeth in Japan um, is practiced in 1600s to the 1800s. Blackening of the teeth to have something pure and blacken it was very powerful, hmm. very loyal. It symbolized maturity, status, and beauty. Huh. Okay. I just thought it was something they did on Hee Haw. <laughs> Blacking my teeth in. Missing the tooth. Yeah. Uh, number two. I don't know what it is. Um, the baby look of medieval times. Baby look? Yep. In medieval times, women would pluck all of their facial hair. From their eyebrows to their nose hairs to their ear hairs, their mm. eyelashes, up your hairline. They would get a high forehead, was considered very beautiful, attractive, babyish. Huh. Hmm. And hairlessness was considered pure and innocent. 
Well, that's yeah. funny because that other one, they were trying to grow hair. They should have just left them yeah. bald and you'd look like that, a baby face. That fashion continued on until the Renaissance era. A while ago, they were putting crap on their head not be bald, and now these women are That's what I just things. said. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't hear you say that. <laughs> they were just plucking and <laughs> weird how things change like that um they did it all the way up until queen elizabeth the first and number one oh yeah this one okay number one gargling with portuguese urine Does does it have to be Portuguese though? In ancient Rome, they would gargle with Portuguese urine to help brighten their teeth (laughs) and give a minty fresh breath. (laughs) The ammonia in urine uh, was was used to to disinfect and whiten the teeth. Boy, these cultures need to get together. Those that, Japanese you, people want black teeth. When you pick up that bottle of Listerine, Lister urine. I wonder who actually green. made up that bottle of Listerine. Yeah, that used to be a big thing in the like medieval times. Is it, what it was is the ammonia uh, is how to whiten the teeth, and because ammonia you get it out of urine, they would just use urine until it turned to ammonia, and they. I don't dab it on their teeth, but they they would use it to whiten their teeth with. The problem is being as caustic as ammonia is, it also causes you to wear the enamel off of your teeth. Uh-huh. And so it eventually would rot your teeth away and then you'd have false teeth or no teeth. They say yeah. that they that they still have some urine in some till this day. Emperor Nero taxed taxed it. And it was very popular, and it was remained. Come on, in it stayed popular until the 18th century. Huh. 18th century, 1700s. Well, I'm glad that one is not popular anymore. <laughs> yeah, I just wonder if that's right. The bottle of Listerine is kind of a yellowish brown color. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's got I'll just stick the brush in my teeth. But Listerine smells a lot better than the urine does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. What a list. <laughs> yeah. Well, with, is our list all done then? <laughs> yeah, that was number one. That was number one. Urine was number one. Yeah, well. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. Go ahead. Who's stopping you? This is Keith Helsley of Quest for Truth. And I'm Nathan Caldwell. We talk about worldviews. Things that affect our pop culture today. 
truth exposed on the first week every month. We dig into the Bible. One book at a time. One verse or phrase at a time. Our audio drama. Watch for new audio dramas on the third week of the month. Quest for Truth. Life-Truth.com Good heavens. Well, 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 this is an unexpected pleasure. And it would be time for our anchor topic. Which this week would be about communications. And we've been communicating. We had a heck of a time getting hooked up there with that Zoom link, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if I have anything in particular on this. I actually had the topic to talk about, but it'll be more of a computer type or, you know, JAWS related uh, accessibility type topic. Um, Because recently I was reading the JAWS help manual and I found a nifty tool that JAWS can help you do. Um, Share your nifty tool with the rest of the world. (laughs) All righty. Well, I wasn't going to. Like, I don't have the uh, help manual open at the moment. Oh. There's a, a thing called you know place markers, and uh, what that basically does is uh, if you're reading a long document, like a Word document, or like say it's a, a, a web page, so you, you can set a bookmark and like bookmark a web page to come back to. But let's say you have a page you like to read, um, and you and you know, there's like a lot of links at the top of the page, like a mile long list of links and finally you get to the article well you can set a place marker uh in that spot so that jaws will start reading at that spot so you can actually skip through uh, all that mess at the beginning uh, but what it what i really want to talk about with that is uh, i'm trying to think what the place marker command is i, I i'd have to look it up but i think it's something like uh I want to say insert seven or insert K. Press Control plus Windows key plus K to set a temporary place marker. Uh, I don't quote me on that. I'm probably wrong. But you you use this insert place marker command, and uh, you, you you can set a temporary place marker. That means it'll be there until you close your document. Let's say. Hmm. So what you do. Is let's say you, you want to go to uh, oh no the odd news story website to grab some odd news stories to read onto a podcast. <laughs> so you can set your place marker at the beginning of the headline of the article. Press Control plus Windows key plus K to set a temporary place marker. H1 heading, and then you can read through it. You get to the end, and then you can set an ending marker. And you do that by using a, a unique JAWS command. It's, you do uh, insert space, and it goes doo-doop. And there's a whole bunch of various resources you can access. But what you want to do is hit the letter M for like to mark your position. Mm-hmm. And what will happen is it'll <laughs> highlight everything in between the first place marker and where you set that mark. It's all highlighted. So all you got to do is hit copy, mm-hmm. and you can paste it into a, a word processor document. So you can go through and edit or clean things up or set your own line breaks or whatever. 
Um, and but that way, because usually to select something, you have to hold down your shift key and you arrow down, arrow down, arrow down, arrow down. And God forbid you let go of your shift key because you got to start over again. Um, but this is using a place marker in conjunction with that uh, other tool where you set your ending marker. Uh, it's a way to highlight a big block of text. And then you just copy and paste it over. And I'm told that on Google Chrome, if it involves multiple paragraphs, it doesn't copy it. But if you use Microsoft Edge or other browsers, it should copy you know, huge swaths of, of text. And that way you can you know, copy and paste it for reference, which is, which is what I do often, is I'll just copy the article and I'll go through and I'll you know, read, you know, a certain part of the the line and I'll, I'll hit enter and then start a new line because that way I can just arrow down the page as I'm reading it instead of having to let Jaws read for a mile and try to keep <laughs> up until the very end. Of, All right, uh, break it up makes it easier. It makes sense. And so it, it ends up being like a teleprompter where you would have a, a narrow column but that's why I do it. It's not some, I'm not trying to like get around some copyright laws or something. And of course, once I read them, I just you know get rid of them. Yeah. Um, so like I'm keeping them around. But that's that's um, one example of, of how to do that. Or, or let's say you've you've been reading a Bible passage, like on say uh, Bible Gateway or something. I'm gonna mm -hmm. I'm gonna grab this passage from you know. John chapter three, verse 17 through 36. And you can set your temporary place marker, which again, I can't remember the hotkey, but you, the ending marker is insert space. And then you type M and it'll set a marker and highlight everything between the place marker and there. And being temporary, as soon as you close that web page, then it's gone. You don't have to worry about, you know, have something always be there that you didn't want or something. Anyway, this is kind of a neat thing. I just discovered <laughs> already the, uh, the JAWS help manual. Hmm. And it's been JAWS for a long time. The place marker utility has been there for I don't know how many years. But, I'm uh, sure there's so much that you forget things. Sometimes it's good to go back and refresh your memory and kind of skim through those owner's manuals or your... Right. Well, um, when it comes to JAWS and excessive technology, of course, as a blind person, you go to the rehab and you get trained and you, you feel like you really have to learn JAWS. You have to learn JAWS. Well, you really don't uh, it, because it, let's say you want to get a job. What they're going to be concerned about is can you use Microsoft Office products? Do you use Microsoft Word, Excel? And uh, as long as you know the Windows hotkeys to work in those uh, uh, programs, you don't need to learn a lot of JAWS stuff. JAWS will just read you stuff. Uh, but if you do learn these nifty uh, shortcuts that JAWS can do for you, uh, then it, it'll help out in different ways. Um, for another thing like, hold on a second, microphone off. I don't even know why I said to turn it on, but yeah, weird. But anyway, Microsoft. Oh, that must be it. <laughs> um, 
But, um, for example, you know, let's say a sighted person, you're reading a long document. Well, you could just scroll down. Oh, there's the spot I want. Well, wh what I do sometimes is if I want to, like, put a physical mark there, I'll, like, do, a, like, a double number sign, like, number, number. And then I can just hit save. And the next time I want to read that document, I just open it and I do find for number, number. Oh, there I am right there. Uh, well, if you didn't want to disfigure the document for whatever reason, hold on a second. Microphone off. Microphone off. My computer is freaking out on me for some reason. Hmm. It started reading me. Y'all know why it reading me. It's just a bunch of junk. Anyway, uh, where was I? I got distracted. Uh, oh, yeah, place markers. Uh, instead of like doing a thing physical, like a number number for an index, you could actually set a, a more permanent place marker. For example, if I know I'm going to open up this, you know, uh, Microsoft Word document, it's like a reference guide for Dungeons and Dragons, and it has all these weird nifty characters. You can actually set place markers, like say at your chapter headings, in, in case there are no chapter headings. So the, the, if they don't use a, a heading text or something, um, I think there is a limit. I don't know what the limit is. Hmm. I, I want to say 10, but I could be mistaken. Uh, but but anyway, placeholders is a way where you can like set like a little bookmark, a little, a, a, you know, a, you know, a little place mark on your on a long document. Um, right. So. That'd be good, like you said, for references. If you're doing a paper or something, go back and right. Kind of like or, a bold faced bold face words in a book when somebody's reading and you see those darker words, then you can right. always kind of skim through and see those. Right, and and see so you you can navigate by headings if they properly do a heading, and just because it appears in big bold text doesn't mean it's properly formatted with heading text, because um, there is a command you can do with JAWS to find headings. If it's just bold letters because someone clicked the bold button, uh, mm -hmm. it'd be nice to maybe drop a place marker in a couple spots like that. So yeah, place markers. That's not exactly communications, but yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> so that's what I have for that. And you know, I don't know if I have any email today. You ought to do it right or not at all. What? I'm looking to see where the. I know I should have something here. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Oh, here we go. Um, this is a timely email for Halloween, if you want to call it that. Um, this, as a listener says, hey, uh, Terry, Keith, and Jill, uh, I have a story called Presidential Advice. Uh, of course, it fits right in with, with our season. It says, one night, the president is awakened by George Washington's ghost in the White oh. House. <laughs> The president asks him, George, what is the best thing that I can do to help the country? Um, set an honest and honorable example, just as I did, Washington advises the president. The next night, the ghost of Thomas Jefferson appears in the Oval Office. Um, Tom, 
the president asks, what is the best thing that I could do to help the country? Jefferson advises the president, cut taxes and reduce the size of government. The president stays awake the next night and Abraham Lincoln's ghost appears. Abe, the president says, what is the best thing I can do to help the country? Honest Abe answers, eh, take that off and go see a play. <laughs> <laughs> From Donald, somewhere in Florida, for now. <laughs> what was it, the Kennedy Playhouse? Um, Ford's Theater. I think so, something like that. Um, I, I don't remember the name of the playhouse, but yeah, there's a, a timely email. And made us look a couple of fools, didn't he? The old fleet will be laughing at us. <laughs> so with all that, we're winding down to our final thoughts. Final thoughts. Oh, I have a final thought. Go ahead. What do Italians call a man who Stop vomiting. Barfaroni. <laughs> Barfaroni. Oh, man. Barfaroni. Barfaroni. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, the invention of the broom swept the nation. <laughs> yeah. Sweeps the audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's spicy. Universal mom code for I don't want to share. <laughs> Tell your kids it's spicy. Yeah. You they won't eat it. It's all yours. You know what happened when my grandson drank eight sodas? He threw seven up. Or he burped seven up is the way I heard that before. (laughs) Do you know what you find inside the clean nose? Fingerprints. (laughs) (laughs) Clean nose. Impossible to teach Cinderella how to play any sport. She always runs away from the ball. Cinderella (laughs) runs away from the ball. Can't play sports. You know what the zombie did when he heard that joke? He died laughing. What do you call it when a baby vampire crawls? A little creepy. (laughs) Creepy. (laughs) 
I'm homeschooling, just like that substitute teacher who rolls in the TV set for a movie. Ugh! And just eats snacks in the back of the class. Why do zombies walk so slow? Because they're dead. Ah. Get into uh, the mean jokes. Do you know the difference between boogers and broccoli? <laughs> Can't get a kid to eat broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, if I get through this quarantine without buying a tie-dye sweatsuit, I can do anything. <laughs> wow, another kind of dumb one. How can you be sure when a zombie isn't right when they're dead? <laughs> yeah, and they use their dead reckoning, I guess, too. Huh? What does a ghost say when you knock at the door? Boo is it? Boo. Boo. I think I might have said this one before. A friend suggested to me that I put horse manure on my strawberries. I'll never do that again. I'm going back to whipped cream. <laughs> 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 Tastes a lot better anyway. What does a skeleton say when it bumps his head? It gets a numbskull. <laughs> ah. I don't have any more. We'll I'm yeah. finished there. <laughs> I got one more I can do. Oh, yeah. I, I love my kids. Not enough to flip the fish sticks halfway through cooking, but I love them. <laughs> I never flip the fish sticks. I just... <laughs> yeah, well, I think if you read the instructions, you're supposed to flip them halfway through, but I don't think anybody does. <laughs> so you're just going to sit there and flip one fish stick, two fish sticks. Yeah. I had to cook the whole box. I'll be here. I, just, yeah, I guess if you had a, a second cookie sheet, you can like Put it over the top. I flip the whole thing over. There yeah, you go. Or just throw them in the fat fryer. Yeah. There <laughs> we go. So there is our final thoughts. Wow. He turns an interesting color, doesn't he? Here. And maybe we'll have a special appearance by Paula Pumpkin or something. Oh yeah. But uh, hey, this is all we got for now. Uh, this is your time with you. This is your host Keith signing off, saying thanks for listening. <laughs> Tell a friend about it. That's how we grow our listenership the most. Stop by our webpage, click our donate button, support us in that way, or leave us an email or a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast directory. And I understand someone doesn't know how to do that. We should probably do that for our next episode is explain how to leave a rating and review. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, tell a friend, tell a phone, tell a lie. <laughs> Tell them that sounds funny. <laughs> Tell a teenager. Yeah. All right. 
we are out of here finally. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com.